One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Today, the first day of February, St. Bridget's Day and all of that. It saw our new deposit and return scheme go live with a 15 cent deposit on smaller containers and a 25 cent deposit for containers over a half a litre and up to three litres. To talk us through the process, I'm joined by Neve Kelly and Eve is Head of Marketing and Communications with Return, which is the not-for-profit company which is set up to run this initiative. Good morning to you, Neve. Hi, Patricia. And Thanks for having me on. Well, you're, you're welcome. And just when I was thinking there about that yesterday was St. Bridget's Day, I mentioned yesterday the fact that it was St. Bridget's Day and that she was a big advocate for protecting nature and protecting the environment. So it was a great, I don't know whether you deliberately launched to coincide with St. Bridget's Day or not, but I think it's, it was a good day. It was a good day to launch it. So I suppose if you can start by just reminding us why we need to introduce this scheme, because you, you'll, you'll have people say, oh, we, we've got curbside recycling collection. Sure, I'm always mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. recycling my bottles and my cans. Yeah, and that's a very valid observation. And I mean, for the people who do recycle as it is, that's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. But I suppose we all know that within the kind of recycling bin, there are different kind of types of recycling. But this separate collection ensures that the highest quality of recycled is, is collected, but that there's also no cross-contamination. And that does tend to be an issue with the cross-contamination. But it's also really important to note, Patricia, that we get around 60% of recycling. So that means well over 30% 
is either being thrown on the ground in the streets, you know, we've all seen it down by the beach or, you know, on the river, or it goes to landfill. And what we've seen abroad is there's 15 other schemes abroad in the EU. There's 40 worldwide, but they've been really, really successful at encouraging people to recycle more and achieving much higher recycling rates. Yeah, you talk to anyone who will be out litter picking tomorrow for the Tidy Towns groups, particularly on the yeah. road verges coming into all of our, our towns and, and villages. And they're, they're always picking up bottles and uh, cans. Talk a little bit about the reverse vending machines and how people will get their deposit backs, back. Yeah, and definitely there's two there's two or three options here for both the uh, consumers and for retailers. And I suppose, Patricia, when you reference there the reverse vending machines or the RVMs, they're probably the most visual and what everybody is seeing all over the country, which is fantastic. But when a consumer goes into a shop, they will either see the reverse vending machine or the um, a manual over-the-counter option for people to bring back their drinks containers when they're finished. So the reverse vending machine, you pop in your container, you could have multiple containers, you'll be issued with a little voucher, and that voucher, you bring it up to the till and you could use it against store purchase, or you can get your money back. When you go to the manual, you give, give in your um, <clears throat> return logo container, and uh, again, you can get your money back or again, store purchase. But I think it is important to say in the transition period, which is four months and it's going on between now and the end of May, there's obviously a lot of stock that producers and retailers want to sell through. So what we have is we have some stock that's older stock and it doesn't have the logo. There's stock that has the return logo. And then there's a small amount of stock that is in the scheme. When it's scanned, it does incur a deposit. But I would like to say to everybody, if you are charged a deposit, you will be entitled to get your deposit back. And once you pop it, pop it in to the reverse vending machine, you will get that voucher. Even, so, if, the, and if, uh, any, even if the R sign isn't on it? Even if the return logo sign isn't on it, because there are a small number of containers that don't have that logo during this short period of time of the transition period. But if you are charged the deposit by the retailer, you will get that refund through the reverse vending machine. And I would like to say this, if you don't, and if there's any problem whatsoever, please contact us here in return, because we have the list of those that don't have a logo on them for that short period of time, and we know exactly which ones they are. But it is programmed in the reverse vending machine that you should get your voucher So back. it gets picked up, obviously, from the barcode rather than the re- return sign. Absolutely, Patricia. That's exactly it. And you see, once we get to the 1st of June, everybody will have a return logo on anything that's included in the return scheme. But for the moment, there is that little bit where we're trying to prevent wastage, ensure that all the producers are able to sell on their stock and that retailers can sell it off the shelves as well. And I've certainly spotted a lot of the uh, reverse uh, vending uh, machines. Have many been installed nationwide? And are you happy with the take up of the number of machines that have been installed? Because I know there was some criticism from smaller stores whose A didn't have the room or B thought they were too expensive for them to install. 
Look, we're delighted with the number of them. There's roughly around 1,800 reverse vending machines nationwide. Um, I mean, anyone's would be delighted if they went onto our deposit return point map on the website return.ie and they can see dotted all over the country every return point. What I would say is that the retailers, and rightly so, this is an investment, um, the smaller machines, we do have financial supports there, but we also offer then the take-back exemption, which means that a smaller retailer, if they're under 250 square metres, doesn't have to take back those plastic cans and bottles, or the retailer can provide an over-the-counter service. So there are a few options there. I do appreciate it's an investment. We do provide the financial supports there as well if the smaller retailer decides to go down that route. But yeah, they're all over the country. And look, this is the start of this scheme. We're already seeing more people coming online and fully registering and deciding whether they'll go for a reverse vending machine or go with manual take back for the moment. Yeah. And as as you said um, earlier, you're not reinventing the wheel here. This works very successfully in so many other countries. We actually had a feature and it was last week or the week before uh, on people from other countries talking about, I think in Germany, it's been going for 21 years uh, that, you know, people don't even understand why we are questioning not doing it. And if anything, some of the Europeans were questioning why we haven't had it in sooner. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's, again, a very valid point. What I would say is we've done research here recently, Amoric Research, and there's huge support of it, support for introducing the deposit return scheme here. And as you said, Patricia, the amount of people that have either been abroad and see it, seen it in action or have heard about it is fantastic. It is proven to be successful. It is very practical. And again, what I would say is I know it is an extra effort for people to separate and bring them back to the shop. But what we're seeing is a lot of people actually do it a bit like when they're going to do their shop. I know I certainly put my plastic bags, um, get them ready and head off for my shop. This is actually where you'll be putting your plastic bottles and cans and bringing them back to the shop when you're going to do your next job. Yeah, it's exactly like the, when the plastic bag levy was introduced. How many times did we get to the supermarket door and you had to go back to the car or either go back yes. home to get your bags? <laughs> but now, you know, you wouldn't even think of going shopping without your bag. So, so it's, it's all getting into the habit of returning. And we have an older generation as well who did it with glass bottles many years ago. Yes, that's very true. And I mean, a lot of the older cohort would have remembered that and, you know, kind of say again, well, why isn't glass included? And just to say on the glass, we're brilliant at recycling glass. We're well over 80% in recycling glass. And that's why we don't need to include it in the scheme. But as I said, for the aluminium cans and the plastic bottles for drinks containers, we're over 60%, which is good. But we need to reach 77% by 2025 and the EU recycling target for 2029 is 90% and there's nothing else that has been proven to deliver that other than deposit return. Okay, some uh, really good questions in from listeners. Liz in Skibbereen, do you tear off the plastic label around the bottle? Absolutely not. And just to say part of this is your barcode is on your PET plastic bottle or your aluminium can. So what we have said in everything we've put out nationally and on social is to say empty and undamaged. So as much as possible to keep the shape of the bottle or the can 
but obviously the label has the barcode on it or it may be direct on the can. But it's really important that you wouldn't pull off the label. Yeah, and actually, because that's the one thing when we put them into our curbside bin at the moment, we we, we all squash them up to make as much room in the yes. bin. So we've got to get into yeah. the habit of, of not. Somebody says, hi, on, on that very point, says, hi, Patricia, I assume you can't crush, crush the bottle or the can and they won't be able to re- reach the barcode. I've been looking at some of the reverse vending machines. They look quite small. Will there be a problem? Will they fill up too quickly? That's just my own observation. Yeah, no, and that's again very true. What we've done is our collections partner, LPP, have been all over Ireland in the last eight, nine months. I don't know if you've seen them yourself, Patricia, Uh but they're big orange bins with the return logo on them. And what happens is when that reverse vending machine, when the container inside it is full, it's emptied into the orange bin. Ah. And then that's ready to take the next lot of containers coming back. And LPP have optimised the route. So they're collecting generally about once a week from each of these retailers. But obviously, as the system beds in, we'll start to see, you know, if you need it once a week, if you need it a bit more frequently or if you need it less frequently to be collected. So it's all seeing where the returns are being made and let's say where the reverse vending machines are filling up. But less because of the bin at the back. Helena and Clannacilty, do you leave on the bottle tops on the bottles? That's a good question. Yeah, you can. You don't have to. But the more we can recycle, the better. But no, it's not compulsory to leave the lid on. But yes, great if you can. Tony in Mallow, if you purchase an item from Tesco and you want to and you return it to the machine in SuperValue, can that be done? Absolutely. And again, this is something that we stress and there's a little bit of a nuance here. You can buy anywhere and you can return to any participating shop or supermarket nationwide. But what I would say on that is if you start putting in your bottles and cans in one shop, you must redeem your voucher from that particular store. So you can return it anywhere. But the plastic bottles and cans, once you've put them into the reverse vending machine that, the, in a specific store, yeah, the, voucher the voucher must be Yeah, used the voucher is, is specific to that, shore, to that exactly. store. And I think you've answered this already. Can you get cash back or does the voucher have to be spent in the shop? You can no, get, absolutely. You, can, you, can you have go. the choice. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know if you can answer this one, but Mike and Ina Shannon said, uh, will the voucher you get uh, from the return vending machine, can that be used at a self-scanning checkout? Or do you have to go up to the counter in an individual store? Now, I got an email from Tesco's because I do a lot of um, click and collect and they tell me that the click and collect, I can't use the vouchers online, but I can physically use them in store. Can it be used on, on a self-scanning, you know, self-service test, you know? I've got to be honest now, Patricia, I cannot give you an, an honest answer on that because that will depend on each individual store, whether they offer that service I can certainly ask Tesco myself or wherever else they want to know. But to my knowledge, it has to be at the till, but it may be something that's available. Okay. So I'm sorry, I don't have a definitive answer on that for your You've stumped us. Mike has stumped us in in, in a Shannon. Uh, Can milk bottles, now the milk bottle one is is interesting. So Tom wants to know, can milk bottles Mm. uh, be used for uh, return? And I thought he was talking about glass bottles. I was thinking, well, well, we know the answer to that is no. But somebody is saying there's plastic milk bottles. There are, but they cannot. They're not included. I think you'll see on our website, there's no dairy products at all included in the scheme. 
And what we've seen is internationally, it's one of the reasons that they are excluded, is that even the tiniest, let's say, if you have a tiny bit left in the bottom of a dairy product bottle, it's actually one of the biggest contaminants. So let's say any other drink that you have, if there's a tiny bit left in it and it goes through a reverse vending machine, there's no issue. But dairy products, no. And they do tend to be in the majority in a Tetra pack or something similar Mm. um, and not necessarily of the highest quality of recyclate. But it is because of the contamination issue. Okay, somebody wants to know what about pubs or restaurants that uh, serve cans? Uh, Will I be charged uh, in there? Okay, that's a very good question. And in legislation, it is up to the hotel or restaurant or pub if they charge a deposit or not. But if it's for takeaway, they should be charging the deposit. And this is all about whether something is consumed on site. But what I would say to listeners is if you are charged a deposit, then that can or plastic bottle belongs to you and you can walk out of that premises with it. If you're not charged a deposit, it actually belongs to whatever establishment you're in. Okay. Uh, can can I recycle my Guinness cans? Yes, you absolutely can recycle your Guinness uh, cans. Now, somebody yesterday, Neve, on the programme when we were talking about the fact that it had gone live, had suggested collection points for local charities. And they were using mm-hmm. the example that if, you know, if you're, you're out on a Saturday or a Sunday night and you might be going into the chipper and you might get a, a can of Coke or a, a can of Fanta Orange or something and you don't want to be carrying it home with you, um, that if there was collection uh, points where people could put the empty bottles, where a deposit has been paid on it. Can you see that happening? Oh, absolutely. And I mean, we've already had huge interest and there's kind of two aspects here where we've had community organisations, where we've had local GA, local rugby clubs saying, you know, will I be able to go around um, to members and say, can I get all your plastic bottles and cans and use that as a fundraiser? But we also have charities that are actually looking to become involved and that we may be introducing in phase two, we'll be looking at where somebody can set up independently, be it as a charity or as an independent, you know, in where they feel there's a need or an opening in a shopping centre or in some area that they want to provide a return point. So the charity aspect is definitely phase two. But what I would say to listeners is, you know, there is a fundraising opportunity here for every local organisation. Yeah. If their members are willing to hand them over the plastic bottles and cans and say, look, I know we've paid the 15 cent deposit, but this is our donation to you. Yeah, and there'll be a lot of entrepreneurial children that'll be out yes. <laughs> looking, looking for yes. anyone who We've is... We've heard that already, <laughs> yes. The, the people who are deciding to be irresponsible and leave your bottles of cans behind, I guarantee you there'll be a child lurking in the corner. Anna wants to know, does Neve anticipate queues at any of these um, machines? Well, the retailers have been brilliant to date and I think most of the retailers are actually are set up with reverse vending machines that generally reflect their sales to date. So they would have a good idea of what's being sold in their store and then generally what should come back on the basis of that. But again, it is a it's, you know, day two of the scheme. Um, We need to start seeing where people are coming in. The retailers have said they will help out anybody, you know, in initial stages to see if there are queues coming. But I suppose for customers, you know, you've you've a reverse vending machine. You queue, you maybe come in at a quieter time if you have a lot to bring back. And I think really it's kind of common sense as well. 
Mm. Yeah, I, I know I took part in the pilot that was done at our local Aldi uh, last year and there was a lot of people involved in the, in the pilot and I, I never once, I think, I, what, no, I, I lied. There was once there was uh, two people ahead of me, but there, were, there was two machines uh, operating. I, you know, did I wait 10 yeah. seconds? Probably that, that was the maximum. So yeah, I, I, I can't foresee it happening, but let's wait and see. All right. Okay, listen, I know how busy um, the weeks leading up to it has been for you, Neve. So I really appreciate you taking time out to talk to us today. No doubt we'll speak again but uh, in the meantime, thank you for that and thanks for joining us. Thanks so much Patricia. Uh, bye bye, bye bye. That is uh, Neve Kelly who is Head of Marketing and Communications at Return. They have an excellent website as well if people want to uh, check it out and somebody already has been out doing their shopping this morning and has bought bottles and cans. Where did that text go? Tom says, Patricia did my weekly shop. I had numerous cans and plastic bottles. Now none of them had the logo on it exactly as your guest Neve had, had uh, said but the machines were all in the entrance and uh, yeah, when you bring it back it'll be on the barcode. You will still get your uh, deposit back. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.